FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show, Tuesday edition, Taco Tuesday. I haven't had tacos yet today. I did yesterday. I plan on it tonight. I actually had Mexican food Sunday and yesterday, and yeah, I plan to have it again tonight. Don't judge, because I love me some Mexican food. And I love you all, and I thank you all for being here. Uh, 888-344-1170, if you would like to call in the show. That's 888-344-1170. What do you know about harvesting? Well, harvesting might have stolen California from the Democrats, and we're going to talk about that. It's a story that's not really getting much play at all, media play for obvious reasons, because it involves the Democrats stealing the state of California for the House of Representatives. Uh, Speaking of harvesting, did Mueller harvest the dirt on President Trump through General Flynn? We're going to be talking about that on the show tonight. And was President Trump... Harvested by God, actually, at this time in our country, because you know what? God has used a lot of flawed people over the years. In fact, in fact, who all since all of us are flawed, anybody that's actually done the work of the Lord in at a, it, since the history of time has been a flawed individual. And we've actually got President Trump's spiritual minister and advisor, Paula White, who's going to be here for the first time on the Andrea K. Show, because as you well know, we are in a battle in this country. It is a battle, ultimately, of good versus evil. That's what's going on. And 20 years ago, the great economy that we had going into the midterm elections would have been a resounding win for the Republican Party. But it was a loss for a variety of reasons. We're going to get into the election result, uh, the stealing of the elections here in California in a minute. But it's also as a result of the cultural shift that's been done by the left to replace God with government to destroy the Judeo-Christian values and principles in which this country was founded, to do everything that they could to cause and further and enable and and usher in and the moral decay of this country. And so I can't wait to have Paula White on the show to talk about that. Um, But yeah, first of all, and and any of those topics you want to talk about, or if you just want to talk about Joy Behar getting into it, getting into a cat fight with McCain or, you know, whether or not you want to talk about PETA now saying the kids shouldn't say getting skinned like a cat or whether or not you want to talk about, like, later on we're going to talk about in the Pop the Pop Culture segment that, you know, when eating a cucumber or a cucumber costume makes you a racist. Whatever you want to talk about. Whatever whatever's on your mind. 888-344-1170. And uh, the man who would be here to take your calls. The man who eats veg- eats quite a few vegetables himself. Not really, unless you consider cheese it a vegetable. It's DJ Carrot Sticks. You know, I always hated carrot sticks. You're talking about feeling the love. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you feeling the love. Tonight? Always. Yeah? Yeah. How do you stay so positive? Because, you know, one of the things I'm going to talk to Paula White about in a minute is that there's a lot of Americans getting really down, discouraged, 
and getting hopeless. And that's one reason why I wanted her on the show. How do you stay hopeful? Because you're always in a good mood. I'm a glass is half full kind of guy. I think that's just, you know, in my DNA or something. Well, which is, that's good. And, you know, maybe we all need to start eating more Cheez-Its. Because maybe that's the mood lifter. Hey, that's a little square of <laughs> happiness right there for me. A little orange square of happiness. <laughs> well, you know what's a square of happiness for the Democrats? Ballots that they can steal and turn in so that they can steal elections from the Republicans. A report broke yesterday, and I didn't see it on any of the mainstream media. And granted, I don't watch what is considered to me the mainstream media, CNN or MSNBC. And by the way, you know, I think it's past time when I do listen to media. Can the can conservatives and media stop trying to make clever little sayings out of every word? Do we, do they have to try to call it, you know, make little catchy words instead of the New York Times? Everybody's got to call it the New York Slimes and the Washington Compost. You know what I mean? Like it's it's that's really old cliche. Move on. Um, I'm just full of all kinds of like little mini rants. Going well, I thought on. you were going to say they were calling this Harvest Gate. This should be called Harvest Gate. Thank you. I'll go cliche there. I'll go old hat with that. Um, there is a, a practice called ballot harvesting that is illegal in most states. But guess where, where it's legal? Thanks to Jerry Brown. What is harvesting? And this law was passed last year. Basically, it, in order to pick up a ballot, turn in a ballot on behalf of somebody that's not yourself, it's supposed to be a family member or a caretaker. It's not supposed to be some operative who shows up at your door. It's not supposed to be DJ Carrot Sticks who just happens to be in the neighborhood and going and knocking on the door and saying, I'm here to collect your ballot. That's not supposed to be happening. That's called ballot harvesting. And when everybody went to sleep the night of the midterm elections, I think there were quite a few uh, Republican seats, including uh, Mimi Walters, a lot in Orange County, which is, which is a Republican stronghold. We've done, we've done some damage or allowed damage to be done to the what was formerly solidly red San Diego County. But Orange County, from Dana Rohrabacher's seat, Young Kim, Mimi Walters, they all went to bed thinking they had won. Weeks later, 250,000, over 250,000 harvested ballots magically showed up and put the Democrats over. This is, and on top of that, according to Gateway Pundit, on top of the ballot harvesting, there's other shenanigans that's going on in Orange County. As a, there, where in one district alone, I guess it doesn't matter what the district uh, number is in Orange County. They had 100 per, uh, magically 120 percent turnout. I think in that one little district, there was 465 registered voters and like 500 and something turned in a vote. Yeah, how convenient. On October 22nd, according to Gateway Pundit, I don't have my notes in front of me, so I'm going to have to approximate what I read earlier. But according to Gateway Pundit, on October 22nd, there was over 500,000 registered voters in in, uh, this area of Orange County that were registered Republican, um, significantly less 400 and something thousand that were registered Democrats. Yet the Democrats ended up winning by 40,000 votes. That would have had to have been... Of, of over 100% turnout, even though in districts like Diane Harkey, which was a part San Diego County, part Orange County district, even Diane Harkey, who ran a horrible campaign, who was that district was abandoned by ICE in the last minute, even she had 75% turnout. So it doesn't add up. We've had grand theft via harvesting going on in the state of California. And the Republican Party, Paul Ryan was like, well, I'm not saying anything nefarious happened here. But, gee, I'm used to, other than absentee ballots counting being counted and what happens in person, 
that, you know, that election night, those are the results. But I'm not saying anything nefarious happened. Well, I guess it, it depends on your definition of nefarious because I guess it is legal now that the Democrats voted in made legal what was once illegal to make it possible to do this ballot harvesting. And the Republican Party here in San Diego said, well, yeah, we weren't caught flat-footed. We knew this was happening and did nothing about it. So you knew that this law was passed. You knew Democrats were out there pounding on doors. There's videos out there online right now. where, And in one story, this one 18-year-old girl who was registered as no preference, because we actually have in California, we have more people registered as no party, no preference, than Democrat or Republican. They showed up at her door four times. They hounded her. It's harassment, harvesting harassment going on. There was one video where they go up to this woman's door. Oh, I'm here to get your ballot. And the woman's like, what? You're here to do what? Oh, yeah. Uh, This is a service being provided now by the Democrat Party because the law was passed last year. And the woman's like, what? What are you talking about? And she ends up not giving the girl her ballot. So the Republican Party is saying, yeah, we weren't caught flat-footed by this because we knew that this was going on. And we're kind of impressed. Get this. We're kind of impressed by the ground game effort on the part of the Democrats. You knew it was happening. You knew the Democrats were going to have people out pounding doors and you did nothing. You've done nothing. You did nothing to push back against this. You didn't file a lawsuit against this once this law was passed. And you didn't get a ground game to, to counter it. It's, it's astounding. And I just wonder how many of the people that went and collect ballots told the people how to vote or collected blank ones and filled them out themselves. Well, of course. Absolutely. And how many of these that they, yeah, uh, uh, you know, this reminds me of reports that happened in 2012 in the presidential election where unions were bringing, uh, were going around in Las Vegas and pounding. And I know this because it happened to people that I know who work at casinos, who were visited and by unions pounding on their door and telling them, you haven't voted? Get in the car with me now. We're talking harassment. We're talking bullying. We're talking, you go up to people's, of course, you go to, think about the seniors that get visited, the young people. They don't know anything about it. Oh, you're providing a service. Here's my ballot. Fill it in for me. And how many, and how many people had that ballot also voted that day in person and went in and filled out a provisional ballot? This is insanity. Shame on the Republican Party for letting it go down like this. And I haven't even heard them causing a stink about it. We got to take a break because we've got to shift gears and we've got to talk about the battle going on in this country and good versus evil. And so we've got President Trump's spiritual leader and personal minister, Minister Paula White, who's going to be here. Stay tuned. We're Andrea K. Show coming up. Okay, on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K A Y E. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. 
platform. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walters' book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. On a typical autumn day in Afghanistan, it can be as cold as 30 degrees. As autumn turns to winter, it can reach as low as 15 degrees. It's rainy, windy, and miserable. But the men and women who serve our nation answer that call. They fight back those who want to harm us. They are our true American heroes. But sadly, many are all but forgotten. They're no longer receiving care packs and reminders of home. And when those in our armed forces receive your care packs, they'll tear up with joy that you took the time to remember their sacrifice. Call 855 the number 7 troops 855-787-6677 right now to say thank you for each $100 donation you'll receive a $20 gift certificate for Richard Walker's Pancake House that's 855 the number 7 and the word troops or give online at theanswersandiego.com please join move america forward to send care packs full of premium coffee jerky cookies personal care items and more call 8557 troops that's 8557 troops or give online at theanswersandiego.com Don't you wish you could choose your own monthly mortgage payments? If you're 62 years or older and have sufficient equity or own your home free and clear, a reverse mortgage loan may be the most powerful tool for your financial planning. With your current mortgage, in case of any emergencies or business opportunities, you may not be in the best financial position to make a move. With a reverse mortgage, eliminate your mortgage payments and receive cash or a large line of credit. With a bigger down payment, you can even purchase a home with a reverse mortgage, which is much easier to qualify for since there are no mortgage payments. Sometimes you can even qualify with just your social security income. To learn more, visit our website at aramco.biz where you can ask questions, request more information, or sign up for our next workshop. Call Aramco at 866-600-1130. That's 866-600-1130 or visit aramco.biz. Aramco, purchase, refinance, reverse. DRE 01853626 and MLS 27716. Not all borrowers qualify. Help Wanted San Diego.com salutes the employee of the month, the one employee you can't live without. The others, let's just call them Dave. Dave, why have you been shredding for hours? The boss said we should cut costs, Mr. Employee of the Month. How does this cut costs? These are the expense reports for the whole year. You shredded them all? Thanks to me, our expenses this year are zero. If you don't mind hiring Daves, go to the National Job Boards. They may be free, but trust us, they'll cost you. We make it easy to post a job, and it's local, so you won't get spammed by faraway job seekers. HelpWantedSanDiego.com. Local jobs that work. HelpWantedSanDiego.com. Salutes the employee of the month. The one employee you can't live without. The others, let's just call them Dave. Dave, are you stealing from the vending machine? No, Mr. Employee of the Month. Well, your desk is littered with, like, hundreds of snacks. I merely exposed a loophole by reaching my arm through the flap thingy. Does that sound like stealing to you? Yes. Granola bar? If you don't mind hiring Daves, go to the National Job Boards. They may be free, but trust us, they'll cost you. We make it easy to post a job, and it's local, so you won't get spammed by faraway job seekers. HelpWantedSanDiego.com. Local jobs that work. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Andrea K. bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. I am particularly excited and honored to have my next guest here. You guys know how much time I've been spending recently about the um, 
cultural issues that we've been going on had going on in America and that it truly comes down to a battle between good and evil. And I think that President Trump was actually picked by God for this time at our country, as imperfect as he is. And so what an honor it is for me to have tonight uh, Paula White, who is uh, our president's personal minister and spiritual advisor. And, of course, you guys all already know who she is. She's got a well-known. She's got a TV show. Uh, she's written many books, and she's actually got a new book out right now called Dare to Dream, Understand God's Design for Your for Your Life. And I'm excited to have her here to talk about this battle of good and evil, but also to help maybe bring some hope back to people right now who, who are concerned about what's going on in the country and the battle that we face. Paula White, welcome to the Andrea K Show. It's so great to be with you, Andrea. I hope you're doing fantastic, and a big hello to all your listeners in San Diego. I bet has beautiful weather right now. Well, we do. It's been actually a little low 60s and drizzly, Paula, but I'm told by my peeps back in the Midwest, and I'm not allowed to complain about it, that until it gets to about 28 degrees and gray and slushy, I need to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> I think that might sound right. <laughs> I um, hear you. First things first, um, you know, President Trump, you are well-known and well-respected. Everybody knows who Paula White is. But how does Paula White get to be the spiritual advisor to the president of the United States, especially to one that people don't consider to be spiritual? You know, Andrea, 18 years ago, I was in my office, and my then-executive assistant, Stacy, said, Pastor Paula, you have a, a phone call. Mr. Trump's on the line. And I said, oh, sure, sure. You know, and they said, no, for real, Mr. Trump's on the line. And we went back and forth for, it must have been a good five minutes or so, just playing around and joking. And they said, Pastor Paula's for real. <laughs> Mr. Trump's on the line. And I'm thinking, okay, you guys have me on this one. If we, you had the apprentice, you know, I would have said, you're fired. And so I get on the line and, and he said, you're fantastic. And I thought, whoa. And I immediately, of course, could recognize the voice. And mm-hmm. he said, you're fantastic. He said, well, excuse me for interrupting. Had, did you have Paula White today? Was that on TV at the time? How did he know you? It, it, it had just started coming on. Okay. And I'll kind of get to that straight because he started. He was watching me on Christian television. Oh. And he said, you're fantastic. He said, you have the it factor. And I said, well, sir, we call that the anointing. And he said, he goes, you know, I've been watching you on television, and he was watching a few others, and he said, it's really ministered to me. And he verbatim repeated back to me, almost verbatim, three of my sermons on value of vision. I was extremely impressed. I thought, man, wow. he listens better than most of my congregation. Wow. And so one thing led to another, I know, and he began to open up and tell me how he was confirmed Presbyterian about his um faith growing up and how his mother was a very strong Christian and strong woman of prayer and kind of the lineage and legacy and how his father would take him to uh, Billy uh, Graham Crusades and Dr. David Jeremiah he loved going to and just on and on and grew up in Norman Vincent Pills Church and, and he could repeat to me verbatim about wow. many of the, the sermons and how impactful they were. And I would come to find out that it wasn't just my program, but he'd been watching Christian television for years. I mean, loves Southern gospel music. And I mean, his 60th birthday, I'm like, what do I get him? What do I get him? (laughs) And so I actually, he loved Dr. Billy Graham. I I got Dr. Graham to sign a Bible for him and build his plane with, uh, yeah, Bill Gaither, Southern gospel music. And so he was, he was quite happy about it, but that's uh, how it started. And, he said, are you ever up in New York? And I said, well, I actually am. I was doing a Bible study for New York Yankees at the time and said, I'd love to meet you and, and get to know you, et cetera. So I 
went up and next time I was in New York and went over to Trump Towers and got to know him and many of his family and staff. And one thing led to another. And I got very close, obviously, with all the family, the kids from Ivanka and Eric, Don Jr. And and then, of course, now Laura and Jared and, yeah. I mean, everyone, of course, and several of the staff, I mean, Rona and Meredith and Keith and, and just different people. And so I started hosting um, Bible studies and he'd always come call me in to pray. And, wow. and he really, really, really was uh, hungry for God. And so what's so different for most people, Andrea, I mean, I remember we were at the White House, we prayed I'm always praying over him. I mean, we're just, it's, it's very normal to uh, walk in and go in the Oval Office and lay hands on him and pray or wow. have time of worship. And, but one time some, a picture went viral, I think when he first went in or we were praying and had several people there praying over him and they were like, what's going on? Wait, oh, the picture <laughs> with all the hands up over him. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy, you yeah. know, and I, I thought, you're kidding me, because for me, of course, I recognize I have the, you know, benefit of an 18-year relationship with him and his family and, and knowing the history and understanding the man behind maybe the persona mm-hmm. and how dear faith is to him and what it means when you reference good and evil. And when he talks about good, he understands that to him is God. And when he talks about evil, he understands that as uh, demonic and satanic. And oh, excuse me for interrupting. I was just going to say, does I, I wonder? Gosh, I sure wish I could have been a fly on the wall in in, in your uh, the seventeen years that you had these meetings with him <laughs> and get to see him in that because that's just not really. We understand that he's a different man behind closed doors and with people like yourself. We hear that from so many people than what we get to see. And just I'm so envious of you to have that opportunity with him. And I have to ask whether or not we know that we see him as, I think it might have been the biblical character Elijah, that we see Mm -hmm. him as as an Elijah. But does he believe, does he feel as though he was chosen by God for this time to help, to help restore America and its Judeo-Christian values on which it was, was founded? Because he has talked about the need to protect religious freedoms. Does he see that or, or, or is he just, you know, a hardworking businessman who just is trying to help the country? Yeah, he understands. I, I'm going to say he he has never directly out of his mouth that I'm aware of, at least, and I think I would be aware, said, um, you know, God chose me. However, with that said, he understands that he has not put himself there here, that this is um, much of God. And what he has done, and it's not much of God. He knows that it's God. And I say to him quite often, I'll say, I say this, um, sir, you know, you wear a mantle um, that you don't even fully understand that God has chosen you and raised you up for this. And he acknowledges that. He doesn't ever deny that. Um, He doesn't say that to him. He won't. He's very humble about his faith. I know for a man that's boastful about so many things, it's hard for people to even conceive the word humble in the same sentence. Mm -hmm. But it's something that is extremely um, private and extremely powerful and extremely real and authentic to him. And you'll hear it when he says we worship God, not government. That's his saying. That wasn't anyone else's when he talks about you'll see him go off script all the time when it comes to his faith. And and it's something that is extremely meaningful to him. And when in 2011, Andrea, he called me up and he said, Paula, I'm thinking about running uh, for president. He said, would you put some pastors around me and and bring some people. And I just want to pray. He goes, I really need to hear from God. He had to make a big decision yeah. with um, his businesses and companies, et cetera. 
And I said, absolutely. So we had about a little under 30 people come up and um, pray over him, pray with him for six hours. Wow. I'm not talking like six minutes, 60 minutes. I know pastors that don't pray for 60 minutes and for six hours. And he wow. was in there predominantly the entire time. And the next day I, uh, he called me up. He said, went down to the office and he said, what do you feel God is saying? And I said, you know, I, I really believe God has chosen you. And I said, I don't think it's the time. He said, I don't either. He said, Paula, keep praying and keep activating prayer. Now, again, that was nothing unusual. So this is whether it was, you know, prayer for, um, you know, him personally or mm-hmm. for his family or his children or, or something with his business or peace or, you know, that, that was very common. I mean, it, it wasn't unusual to to spend um, extended times in prayer or, or I have a had a church up in New York for several years. And, and so whenever I was there, which was quite often, he would say, Paul, come over to the office. And I'd sit in that office. And like you talking about being a fly on the wall, I think, mm-hmm. well, they're going to kick me out. <laughs> <laughs> and he wouldn't, he would uh, leave me in and for hours. And I think, man, wow. they're kicking me out of this meeting. And I got to really understand how he processes and how he thinks and, it really was a God assignment, and I do recognize that I've had that privilege of not only standing with them uh, for 18 years long before, because, and I, I say this never to minimize his walk, mm-hmm. because this was something God spoke to me. Mm-hmm. I recognize the, um, I say the legacy, the lineage of his heritage of faith, the importance of faith in his life, mm-hmm. the importance of how he thinks, very kingdom-minded, but on my part, there were many people that came into my life those years, and but with him, it was very specific. Um, I felt God spoke to me, obviously not in an audible voice, but that impression of the Holy Spirit and said, show him who I am. Right. And so I, I did. And Andrea, that's uh, little did I know that one day he would be president of the United States. Um, well, but, I think but God certainly did. Yeah. Well, you know, I there's I was saying to my producer, or, you know, at the at the open of the show, there's a lot of people right now that are discouraged at the state of America and the moral decay and, and the progress that the left has made. I mean, girls can call themselves boys now and all, you know, all this kind yeah. of crazy stuff that's going on. But President Trump did provide a renewed sense of hope for the country, in part because even if they didn't really understand the depth of his walk, they believed that he was a man who did have faith. And I think you actually lended a lot of credibility to that. And I think we people have more hope that there is a chance for us to, to get back on track as a country and win this battle of good versus evil. And so my my question for you as it leads into your telling us and wrapping up with your book is, because I think your book will answer this question, how can people have that renewed hope, not just because of President mm-hmm. Trump in office, but because of God? How can you help Americans have more hope uh, going forward? In a great question, Andrea, and I just say that God only needs a remnant, and I believe there's a remnant in America. We have to look back as a, a tiny baby nation, just a few hundred years old, if we begin to really think in the big picture of stuff. And how America, the foundation, which is so important, our legacy and who we are was for, was formed by our forefathers that came over and put those white crosses on Plymouth and dedicated this land that the, the gospel would be taken around the world. And we we must remind ourselves a day is as a thousand to the Lord. And what might seem like a hundred years to us was, is God never forgets 
everything we've done. And though the last, I agree, the last decades we've seen tremendous moral decline and tremendous uh, issues and problems face us in society, I believe there is a great awakening. I believe there's a revival, and I believe there's a remnant that stands for righteous, that is standing up and saying, but God. And we see that in the fact that God said, no, you know, he. I believe, I, I believe with all my heart, God put President Trump in. And if you look at two Supreme Court justices that are, mm-hmm. you know, the, the conservatives, what we're ha- what's happening in the ninth and the 11th courts, what's happening for, like you said, religious liberties and freedoms, what's happening with a prison reform and so many different things that we're working on and the economy and and really alleviating poverty. I wrote an EO on the three, the, the EO you never heard about and how over 3 million people immediately almost came off of welfare and food stamps. And I looked at it and when he signed his executive order, it was nine biblical tenets. It was just the principles straight out of the word of God. Wow. And, and when we turn back to God, when we humble ourselves and when we cry out to him and we we say, God, it was like, you know, if you read, of course, Old Testament, Israel would backslide. And then they'd say, oh, we remember, let us let us turn back, you know. And mm-hmm. I think God's saying, and there's, there's that remnant in America that says, we remember God. Mm-hmm. And God's just saying, repent. And that repent means not, I'm sorry I got caught, but I changed my mind. I changed my direction. And God will have mercy on America. And I believe we're seeing it. I do believe there's a great outpouring. And yes, the squeaky wheel gets uh, oiled as far as it's the loudest sometimes. You know, we recognize that. I I look at it like this, Andrew, and I'll conclude with you. But uh, I thought politics at this level was for the big guy. I thought, man, I'm just little down here. I do it on a local level. I you know, can affect my city and my county or et cetera and go vote and that makes a difference. And I realized something. You know what politics is? It's much like ministry in this sense. Whoever has the ability to organize and activate has the ability to dictate. Wow. And mm-hmm. so when we organize our voices as one and we unify and we activate as believers and we come together as believers, then we have the ability to truly take back our nation for the glory of God. And I think I just thought, man, this is how did we get here? Well, we got here by not doing anything. Right. We got here by just, you know, allowing Satan to, to sow those tears while we were asleep. And I think there's been a great wake up to say, oh, hold up. You know, mm-hmm. not only do we repent, but God, we want to take back our generations and we want to take back our nation. And like you said, my granddaughter, we just celebrated, came back from a Christmas program. Thank you for letting me do this in this time. And uh, she's two years old and I don't want her going to school and being confused and go, right. do I go in a boy's bathroom or a girl's bathroom? Right. I mean, it, that's, that's not how I want my granddaughter raised. Yeah. Or my, you know, to say I'm a girl, but I identify as a boy and you, that's okay. No, it's not okay. There are a lot of things that are not okay. And, and we need to really, really look at where we are as a nation, right. who we are as a people and remember why we were blessed in the first place. 
Well, and Paula White, I I wish I could keep you longer because oh, I know. you were just so I amazing and such an inspiration. <laughs> well, you know, you were just hitting all the important points, you know, and connecting the dots between our country and God and the spiritual reawakening that's happening here. And I can't wait to read your book. It's Dare to Dream, Understand God's Design for Your Life, because we can have peace and we can have hope and we can, we can be in God's will and have that design for our life as well as the country. And Paula White, I, Pastor Paula White, I thank you so much for being here and God bless you. It's an honor. Be blessed, Andrea. Thank you. All right, now stay tuned because uh, we're gonna we're gonna pick it up on the other side of the break with some breaking news that's happened with General Flynn and the Mueller investigation. Stay tuned. We're Andrea K. Show coming up. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K. Spelled K A Y E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AV Arias offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at AV Arias Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. Online at avariasco.com. One lucky VIP club member could win their mortgage or rent paid for for an entire year. It's a Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes. Enter to win by visiting TheAnswerSanDiego.com or tap the Answer San Diego app to check out and participate in today's contests, polls, and surveys. It's the Christmas Mortgage Miracle, and it's here to make your life just a little bit easier. If you've been looking to add a couple extra Benjamins to your pocketbook, look at joining the VIP club at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Then enter the Christmas Mortgage Miracle and a chance to have your mortgage or rent paid for for an entire year. The Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes. Sponsored by San Diego's real estate authority, John Reeves with Reef Point Real Estate. It's critical you work with an agent you can trust and who has a track record of guaranteeing your success every time in writing. Learn more at jrhasthebuyers.com. That's jrhasthebuyers.com. And don't forget to enter the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes at theanswersandiego.com. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. <laughs> I missed my cue. I'm so gripped by the breaking news that was happening right as I was going to the sh- to going live tonight. I have not had a chance to actually review the documents that were submitted uh, by Mueller in regards to Flynn. And so joining me now, thank goodness, to help me figure this out is Rachel Bovard, uh, who's been here on the show before. Hi, Rachel. Welcome back to the show. Hi there. Thanks for having me. Okay, so um, what do you, I mean, so far the highlights, what I've seen so far, just the bullet points, is that Flynn sat down for 19 different interrogations was had quote given substantial assistance to the Mueller team and that Mueller's office now has recommended no jail time. And I got to compare that to Jerome Corsi who filed an ethics complaint against Mueller for trying to pressure him to lie or go to jail. 
So what are you hearing about this and what are your thoughts? Well, I think, you know, a lot of the, I think, stories like this are going to shake out over the next couple of days. But right now, it looks like Mueller, like you said, is making the recommendation that Flynn does not receive jail time uh, because of his, quote, substantial assistance. Uh, You mentioned the 19 19 different interviews with federal prosecutors. But I think what has to be considered here also is that, you know, what Flynn was accused of, uh, might not have been that bad, to be honest, right? You know, there were arguments made that he was being over-prosecuted, that he was being, you know, that people went after him for for paperwork violations. Uh, And it might be the case, you know, simply that Mueller looked at it and said, look, you've been really helpful. Also, this wasn't that big a deal. You know, we're going to not recommend jail time. So um, this could be a case like that. I think we're going to see this shake out a little bit more in the next couple of days. Yeah, I mean, uh, Catherine Herridge was showing, uh, holding up the documents and showing that it was like 90 percent, it was almost all black, the page was, because of the redactions. And the, you know, the assumption is, is that in 19 meetings, he gave substantial assistance. There must be some there there on the other side. But, you know, I, I've yet to see, you know, and, and if Mueller and if Flynn can walk at this point, you know, what was he really busted doing? I mean, the FBI themselves said when they first interrogated or questioned Flynn, it was actually an ambush because it was in the office. He had no idea that it was a part of an official investigation. Uh, what he supposedly discussed with the Mueller team was communications between the Trump transition team and foreign governments, including Russia, which is what happens every time that there's a transition. He, he did he did the same thing that everybody does. He was part of the transition team, and there has to be coordination and conversations. Where's the crime? Well, I think that's right, and I you know I think it's also important to consider you know the charges that or the involvement that Mueller had with Manafort and and Gary Cohen. Paul Manafort and Gary Cohen, both who were involved in the in the election campaign for Donald Trump, everything he has brought up against these people has had nothing to do with Russia. He's right. caught them in other crimes, right? Various, you know, violations related to other things. But it could very well be the case here. I think people are making a big deal about their redactions and saying, oh, he must have given them something incredible. But at the end of the day, nothing, Mueller hasn't turned up anything directing or directly related to Russian collusion. And this very well could be the same thing with Michael Flynn. He have, he could have uncovered mm-hmm. some wrongdoing in some other area, but we're still waiting. We are yeah. still waiting for something to be linked to Russia. Mueller has yet to, to make that public if he's turned anything up. Well, except you must have missed the, the bombshell report the other day, Rachel, in which there had supposedly been, thanks to Cohen, uh, conversations going on. I, I guess they finally discovered the smoking gun that Trump is an international builder and was thinking about building a project <laughs> in Russia. That was going to be the smoking gun, the smoking building. I mean, come on, it's ridiculous. And then it's the, then we've also had the competing narrative in the past couple of weeks that somehow, supposedly, Roger Stone chatting with Jerome Corsi about WikiLeaks coming out somehow means, you know, that Trump did something wrong. Again, that has nothing at all to do with Russian collusion because whatever WikiLeaks did, however they got it, that didn't have anything to do with Trump colluding with Russia. But did you hear that the GOP hired CrowdStrike and got hacked? In 2018. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a very big story right now in D.C. Uh, it is that that kind of hacking. I think it's um, concerning to a lot of people. And I think that, you know, Congress may convene some hearings on it because this is a big deal. 
Uh, obviously, anytime uh, one of the campaign arms is hacked, uh, it's a big issue. And you saw this with the DNC, you saw this with DCCC. This is something I think Congress is going to be looking into in January. Well, I hope so, because I got to ask the question. Well, first of all, the FBI, Comey goes in front of Congress and says that, I mean, because all of this, this WikiLeaks and the email leaks and all that, they're trying to pin that on Trump when the reality is we don't know who hacked into the DNC and got those. Comey goes before Congress and says, no, we didn't, and admits they didn't evaluate the servers themselves. This company crowds strike did, which has had a history of making false accusations against Russia uh, for hacking. And then even after all that, the GOP hires CrowdStrike. I, I, I just can't even wrap my head around this. It's nonsense. But at the end of the day, we still got Hillary Clinton walking around after she, her felonious email scheme, destroying thousands of government prop, property that was under subpoena. All of her people were given immunity. They no, None of them faced anything. We got a whistleblower. Grassley now wants uh, answers for why a whistleblower's house was raided for documents he had already coughed over. I mean, I, I can't even believe that this is my government, Rachel. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's justice uh, for thee, not for me. That's definitely the situation in D.C. for a lot of people. And I think especially when it comes to these political issues, uh, you mentioned Hillary Clinton. You know, we've seen her get off scot-free and, and not be investigated at all on these issues. Uh, and I think we're sort of waiting for the other shoe to drop on the Mueller investigation. And I think the longer it goes and the less it turns up, I think its credibility is souring for a number of the reasons that you brought up. And there's double standards being applied everywhere. And again, we are still waiting for anything to be brought up about Trump and Russia. So far, as you mentioned, the only thing they've been able to come up with is, oh, my gosh, he built hotels. Yeah. <laughs> pretty, pretty poor track record for two years in the making. Well, thanks for being here and uh, sharing with us the update on this. How can people uh, find more of you and read any articles, blog posts, see you on TV, et cetera? You can follow Conservative Partnership at conservativepartnership.org, and I post all my articles on Twitter at Rachel Bogart. All right. Thanks for being here. I appreciate it. My pleasure. All right. Now, before we go to break, we got a caller. We've got a caller on the line, Christian from Arizona. He's got something to say about General Flynn. Hi, Christian. Welcome to the show. Hi, Andrew. How are you? Good, thanks. What's on your mind, my friend? Uh, I, I just wanted to say, uh, first off, a, a great interview uh, from Pastor Paula White. Oh, uh, thank I you. Love um, I, what I wanted to say was uh, General Flynn, you know, the, the fact that that they are recommending that he should not serve uh, jail time, this goes back to the uh, House Intelligence report that basically said that the FBI agents uh, were uh, were notifying McCabe that they didn't think that Flynn had actually lied. Right. And so, um, and and when you look at the uh, recommendations or the relief document that they um, uh, submitted to the court, I mean, it basically points to a Washington Post article, uh, the plans for a UN security resolution. And then uh, relations to uh, Turkey or Tur- or policy in Turkey, and I'm, I'm just looking at the document and I'm just going, you know, that this is exactly why you should never, no matter what, uh, if if the government is accusing you of a crime, make them prove the crime. Do not take a plea deal under any circumstances, no matter what they're accusing you of. Because if you fight it and fight it and fight it and fight it, I guarantee you, you'll come out on top. If if if, if the truth is the truth, mm-hmm. and and if and if God is the one who knows the truth, then you will yeah. come out on top. You don't have to worry about well, uh, taking a plea deal and, and coming out of a plea deal 
that you've already taken. I would say, first of all, first things first, I would never answer any questions of any government interrogator. I wouldn't. I've told a story here about a previous office uh, owned by a guy who's doing a radio show. I was only involved in the radio show. He had a separate business. His office was raided, and the way that they got the goods on him was by uh, falsely – by basically threatening a kid, a young man at the desk, by telling him if he didn't cooperate, he could possibly face up to $10,000 in fines, which was an absolute lie because they didn't have a search warrant. So, you know, there's lots of different ways that they that they pressure people to give up the goods. And I would just say, know your rights, that you do not have to answer any questions. Roger Stone says he's going to plead the fifth. I would never answer a question. Lawyer up, and that will help you avoid even being in a plea agreement deal. But then fight, 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 just like you said, Christian. Thank you for calling yeah. in. I'm, I'm up against okay. a break. I appreciate it. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we got a little story that went national from DJ Carrot Sticks' alma mater. They gone crazy here at Cal State. Cal State. What is it? Cal State San Marcos. Cal State San Marcos. I can't even say it. Because they're so crazy up there. Go Cougars. (laughs) Stay tuned. We're Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. The nation mourns the death of President George Herbert Walker Bush, our 41st president. And what a president! What, in fact, a man. An honest to God war hero, a congressman, an ambassador to China, a party chair, a CIA director, a vice president, and a model president model post-president, and father to a president. His greatest achievement was the careful management of the collapse of the Berlin Wall in the Soviet Empire. He won the war against Saddam, if not the peace. He put Clarence Thomas on the Supreme Court, a cornerstone of the originalist renaissance. Bush got crucial amendments to the Clean Air Act through dealing with acid rain and ozone, and he embraced Nelson Mandela on the White House lawn in the first year of that great man's release. Kind, gentle, far-seeing, Tough as the fighters he flew, he was the epitome of leadership. George H.W. Bush earned a country's love and respect, and we shall miss him all. All tens of millions of points of light he inspired. I'm Hugh Hewitt. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. Message and data rates may apply. Individual results may vary. See website for details. But hey, I'm buying a huge flat screen TV so I can finally see it without my glasses. Why not just get LASIK at the LASIK Vision Institute? That's what I'm doing. Uh, My glasses and contacts are a pain. I'd love to finally get rid of these, but who can afford LASIK? You can. 
because the LASIK Vision Institute is offering dramatically low prices and an absolutely free consultation. Just text VISION22 to 350350. The LASIK Vision Institute has already performed over a million procedures. They use the latest FDA-approved LASIK technology that helps the majority of patients achieve 2020 vision for a fraction of what others charge. Better vision, better value. The LASIK Vision Institute. Make this the year you finally get LASIK. For a free consultation plus an extra 20% discount, text VISION22 to 350350. You'll see for free if LASIK is right for you. That's VISION22 to 350350. Most solar companies try to sell you a leased solar system. The owner of your system, the solar company, keeps your 30% federal tax credit, and they don't pass the refund back to you. In fact, their prices remain just as high. My name is Jesse Keegan, owner of Keegan Electric Solar. Most lease systems are too small, so you're still paying the power company and your lease every month. When you own it, you get to use a 30% tax credit. Keegan Electric Solar is a veteran-owned company with an A-plus rating with the BBB. When you call Keegan Electric Solar at 619-742-8376, you deal with me directly. From start to finish, a licensed electrical contractor. Don't allow these large solar companies to keep your tax break. I'm offering a $2,000 off electrical panel upgrade or a $2,000 credit towards a purchase of your system. Visit KeeganElectricSolar.com or call 619-742-8376 to talk with me today. Attorney Paul Hanks at the Santee Legal Center is ready to serve your estate planning needs with a powerful and ironclad living trust package. A comprehensive living trust avoids probate, protects your beneficiaries, and saves time and money. The process to obtain a living trust package should be simple and affordable. Do not be misled into thinking a high price means a better living trust. Attorney Paul Hanks at the Santee Legal Center will perform a free, personalized evaluation of your estate and match you with the correct living trust package at a great price, backed by a low-price guarantee. You've worked hard to acquire a home and build wealth over the years, and now is your time to protect and preserve your estate. The last thing you want your heirs to deal with is a costly and prolonged probate proceeding after you've passed away. A living trust is the optimum estate planning tool and will bring you peace of mind. Go to SanteeLegalCenter.com for more information or email radio at SanteeLegalCenter.com. Do it today and rest easy tomorrow. That's SanteeLegalCenter.com. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Is that the theme from a little TV show called VeggieTales? Sure is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, um, I didn't watch this program. Did you ever watch that program, DJ Carrot Sticks? I was in it. You were in VeggieTales? DJ Carrot Sticks. <laughs> Um, well, I didn't know when you said you were in it if it was because you somehow were taking part of some performance at Cal State San Marcos as a part of the discussion. Uh, so our local, this story has gone national. Our little local Cal State, State San Marcos has this uh, DJ Carrot Stick's former favorite professor, Ms. Dreama Moon. She must be so dreamy. Or do you have nightmares over the classes you took from Dreama Moon? No comment. <laughs> well, she started something um, called the Whiteness Forum. As part of her communications 454 class titled The Communication of Whiteness. And this is an annual event series. It's a showcase for student projects. And according to one student, that it's basically just about um, making white people feel guilty for being white. 
So in the course of this um, white bashing event, the different students did different projects uh, featuring different, you know, they did like poster board projects criticizing various aspects of society. One was lambasting the NFL. One was lambasting white women, of course, for perpetuating racism. I'm not sure how I perpetuate racism as a white woman. Um, but then they got into VeggieTales, how VeggieTales is racist. Um, can you guess why they're saying that the TV show, because I, I, I had to read the article twice to get their point. I'm guessing that the characters aren't voiced by African-American. There's no African-American voiceover talent. Wrong. Uh, they're saying it's racist because the villains are vegetables of color. Now, I don't really understand. I mean, a tomato is red, right? Um, and cucumbers are green. Can you give me the uh, the race, the human, the member, what human race or uh, is green? No, I cannot. Yeah, I can't either. I mean, red is typically what they refer to to American Indians, which are not red, which is stupid. So there's not a, there's no race out there that's green. It's ridiculous. So they go on to say that it's because when the good character, the villains in VeggieTales that have uh, the um, naughty characters, I guess, have ethnic accents, Latino, while the heroic characters sound white. Um, but it's a it's a biblical story, and really, the the villain is is Satan. Okay, the villain isn't you know a cucumber and a sombrero. Okay, this is this is ridiculous. Um, so that is what they – when you are looking – this past week we've had VeggieTales now being considered racist because the characters are of color. Um, although how do – what vegetables are white? I guess I guess to make the vegetable – a white vegetable the bad guy, they'd have to choose a potato. But oh, by the way, potatoes are brown. They're light brown unless you went with the, the – You could peel a radish. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Where's where's DJ, uh, DJ Radish? Um, you know, we've had Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer – a classic movie considered an advocacy movie for bullying and bigotry. You no longer play Baby It's Cold Outside. Right. Although when I got my new sneakers at DSW, they played that that song. So this is crazy. This is insane. Memo to DJ Carrot Sticks. I would like you to invite your favorite prof, Ms. Dreamer Moon, on the show. I think it would be interesting. Um, Bitto News. Follow-up. Quick follow-up. Uh, you can ch- apparently in uh, Europe, you can change your gender. You can self-identify as a donkey, I guess, or say you're, ma- but you cannot self-identify as twenty years younger. The sixty-nine-year-old who lost his lawsuit, uh, asking that he self-identify and have his age changed, and uh, the court said it was because there were specific laws related to age, like voting and different things. And that's why it's different. Than gender, which is ridiculous, um, twisted logic. There, basically, I, I don't get it. But he lost his lawsuit. Um, we've got a charity event to tell you guys about. It is the holiday season. There's lots of people that are poor, have very little, can't afford clothes, but especially the people who lost everything in the campfire. I posted on Facebook today the holiday fundraiser that I'm doing with Brett Davis from Let's Talk with Brett Davis. And it's in Chula Vista. It's this Friday, dinner at 6. It costs $20 to get in. Please come. Please bring an unwrapped toy, blanket, or an item of clothing. Great sponsors, great food from Casa Guadalajara, which is my favorite place, Sushi on the roll. I don't eat sushi, but God bless them for supporting this event. It's only $20. Call Chef Ralph to make a donation or buy a ticket. 619-988-3380. That's 619-988-3380. 
1-800-273-8080. It's just $20 to attend. It's down at the uh, 901 Elks Lane in Chula Vista. So I do hope that you all will come out and help support those that don't have anything, that have lost everything. It's truly heartbreaking. And I'm honored that I get a chance to be there and co-host with Brett Davis. Honored to share this time with you all tonight. Thank you, DJ Carrot Sticks. Thank you to my amazing guest. Love you all. Be right back here tomorrow night at 6 o'clock.